What's going on, squad? Welcome to A Vision Includes You. This podcast is where I help you step into your true power so that you can elevate all areas of your life without any regrets. My name is Kevin Vu, and I am an online fitness coach and mindset coach, and I'm on a mission to impact millions of lives across the globe. In my experience, I've helped over hundreds completely transform their lives by unlocking their full potential. It's now my goal to share that knowledge I've accumulated over the years into actionable steps to help you turn your vision into your reality. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of A Vision Includes You Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Vu. I am an online fitness and mindset coach. And today we're going to be talking about why 70% of lottery winners go broke. And now you might be wondering, wait, Kevin, why are you talking about lottery winners? Did you win the lottery? I thought you were like a fitness coach. I thought you were talking about like fat loss and weight loss and mindset. Why are you all of a sudden talking about lottery winners? And I'm actually going to tell you why in a moment here, but I really want to make a clear comparison why so many people go on all these fad diets and try to lose weight. They're similar to winning the lottery. Now, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. Lottery winners. There's a statistic that shows that 70% of lottery winners end up going broke within the first five years. And a third of the lottery winners actually declare bankruptcy. Now, I want you to really soak that in. Like, imagine you won the lottery today. Let's say you won a million dollars and a million dollars would just hand it on your lap. How many of you could realistically say that, yeah, you know what? If a million dollars was handed to me right now, I would not spend it all at once. I would not lose it within five years. I'm not going to be a part of that 70% statistic. Like, yeah, you know what? I got this. I'm good with my money. But if you're that person who's saying that you're going to be good with your money right now and you are broke currently, as in you're not really saving, you're not really investing, and yet you're broke right now, then I can guarantee you that even if you had all the money in the world, you will find a way to go broke. And I know I am going off and like spinning the hard truth right now, but it is true because that means you don't have the proper financial literacy. That means you also don't have really good spending habits. That means you probably don't have really good budgeting habits. And I'm not saying this to like call anyone down, but I'm just speaking the truth because so many times people think that if they just had everything handed to them, everything that they always wanted, that they're able to maintain it. Like I want to relate this back to your fitness journey right now. How many times have you said, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And once I lose that 50 pounds, I'm not going to work out again. I can just chill. I'm okay. I don't need to work out anymore. I don't need to eat healthy anymore. Like once I lose that 20 pounds, I'm good. I can just go back to my old habits of like eating fast food every single day. I can just relax on on the couch and watch, watch Netflix all day. And I won't even gain a single pound again. Because the sad reality is, as much as you want to relax, as much as you want to chill after you reach your goal, it's not sustainable because you are going to regain that weight back. So there's that clear distinction. There's that clear uh, difference. Like most of the time, people think that once they get everything, then they can just go back and do exactly what they're doing right now. And what they're doing right now, if you're broke, if you're overweight, you cannot do those same habits. And that's something I really want to get into. So if we're talking about losing weight and regaining weight again, let me just give you that statistic. So roughly 90% of people who lose the weight will eventually regain almost all of it again. So how many of you have tried losing weight in the past and you've lost the weight successfully, but because you did some 
restrictive slash unsustainable method. Maybe you went on keto and cut out a bunch of carbs. Maybe you went fasting and you only ate within specific windows. And now because you lost a weight, you're like, well, I can't do this anymore. I want to go back to eating normal. I want to go back to eating carbs again. You probably regain all that weight back because this is so true with so many people. So many people think that, oh, all I need is this one quick fix. I just need all the results handed to me. And they tried to do all these unsustainable methods, get exactly what they want, but they're unable to sustain it. So similarly to the lottery winners who win all that money and they go broke, these people who lose their weight and regain it back, they have poor eating habits to begin with. Maybe they had a poor relationship with food. Maybe they had poor lifestyle habits. Maybe they have little to no knowledge on exercise and nutrition. And as a result, they don't know how to maintain it. They don't know how to upkeep it. So there's a clear difference. There's a clear difference between losing the weight and keeping it off. Similarly, there's a clear difference between winning the lottery and having all that money and learning how to maintain it. There is a clear difference. So the reason why I want to make this comparison is because I want you to ask yourself that question. What is the person who is maintaining it and has everything that I wanted and keeping it for the rest of their lives? What are they doing differently? So for example, let's say you want to lose that 50 pounds. Let's say you want to lose, or let's say you want to gain that million dollars. Like you want to keep a million dollars in your bank account. What do you think a million dollars, a person who has a million dollars in their bank account is doing to maintain it? Maybe that person, person is investing themselves. Maybe they are diversifying their portfolio. Maybe they have a financial advisor or like a mentor who can teach them more about money. And let's say, on the flip side, if you want to lose 50 pounds, what do you think that person who has successfully lost that 50 pounds and keeping it off is doing? Maybe they hired personal trainers, nutritionists, coaches. Maybe they exercise regularly. Maybe they have healthier habits and they're able to upkeep it for the rest of their lives. Think about that. This is hopefully giving you some more perspective. So I just want to ask you all a question, right? If I gave you everything you wanted. Let's say you wanted to lose 50 pounds and I gave that all to you right now. Do you think that if I give it to you right now, in your current circumstances, do you think that you would actually be able to maintain it? Like I saw this one meme. I saw this one meme on the internet about two weeks ago and someone posted, dear God, please. I just want to be skinny again. Please help me lose the weight again. And I promise I won't fuck it up this time. And I can't help but actually laugh at that for a second because I know it's like a tweet and it's supposed to be funny and all, but so many people think that that's true. They think that, oh, once they get back to their goal weight, that they won't quote unquote fuck it up again. But in reality, if you feel like within your current circumstances that you're unable to support that, aka you're not exercising regularly, that you're not eating healthy most of the time, that you're not drinking your water, How do you think that you will not fuck it up if you're not currently doing those things right now? Like, think about it. It's unrealistic. So the moral of this whole podcast episode is this. Instead of looking for like the quick fix, instead of feeling like you need to win the lottery, instead of feeling like you need that next fad diet that's going to allow you to lose weight as fast as possible in the shortest amount of time frame, I want you to start thinking about the small habits that you can implement today that it's not only going to lead to those massive results a year, two years, three years, five years down the line, but also those small habits are going to allow you to maintain those results even when you get there. 
All right. So that's the whole purpose. If you've been following my content for a while, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I preach sustainability. I hate when people turn to fad diets and quick fixes and try to get results as fast as possible because it's never going to be sustainable and you're going to end up exactly where you are right now or even in a worse position. So let's get into it. If you want to lose 50 pounds, here's what you can do. Number one, focus on healthy choices and habits. So for instance, maybe right now you're not drinking any water whatsoever. Then I would start off with literally one glass of water more than what you're already drinking every single day. And once you get consistent with that, and then maybe you can start adding in two glasses and eventually you can start working up to two to three liters of water every single day. And it's just going to be out of habit. It's going to be automatic and you're not going to be thinking about it because now it's a part of your lifestyle. So that's the first habit. The second habit is you can start including more protein and more veggies to every single one of your meals. So let's say you're a person who eats breakfast and all they have is like a bagel and maybe some cheese or maybe you skip breakfast right now. Like that's not even a part of your your daily routine. Like you're skipping breakfast right now and not really eating balanced meals. So maybe your next step is like, okay, maybe you have to start eating breakfast again. Or maybe you're already eating breakfast, then maybe try to add a protein source in every breakfast. Like start off small. Like I'm giving you all these ideas and I don't want to overwhelm you with a million things. Like my goal for this podcast is to give you one actionable piece of advice and then whatever you feel like it's most manageable for you that you can actually implement, then run with it. Once you get consistent with that, then you can start adding on more things. So adding fruits and vegetables to your days, adding more protein to your meals, that's a great start that you can actually start implementing. Another great habit is trying to introduce more steps into your daily routine. Going outside and going for like a 10, 15, 20 minute walk can do wonders for your health. And it's going to help you manage your weight because most of the time when people feel like they're going to lose the weight, then they stop exercising regularly and they stop eating healthy. That's how the weight comes back on. So if you can make it a habit of just going on like a 10, 15, 20 minute walk every single day, then you're more likely to keep that weight off. Like walking allows you to stay active and also burn those extra calories. So make that a part of your daily routine. If you can't do 10 minutes, then start off with five. The point of this, again, is I want you to start off slow and start building off from there. And you can also have like apps on your phones. If you have an iPhone, you can have the health app, which is built into your iPhone. And it's going to tell you what your daily average steps are. So maybe your daily average steps is only 4,000 a day. Maybe you can increase it by 1,000 to 2,000 every single week. And eventually you want to get to a point where you're hitting maybe at least 10,000 steps, but obviously work your way up. Um, Another, if you don't have an iPhone, then you can also download Samsung Health if you have an Android. It's a great way to track your steps. If you have Fitbits or Apple Watches, those are also great ways to track your steps. So now, now that we have better healthy habits, what's another thing that we could start doing? Maybe it's incorporating some type of strength training routine. So why is strength training important? And this is something that we talk about often. Why do I why do I need to lift weights? Why do I need a strength training? And the reason for that is because we need you to start building muscle. Muscle is a metabolically uh, active tissue, which it means that you're going to be burning calories the more muscle mass that you actually have on your body. So muscle is going to be the the one one tissue that's going to allow you to have a longer and healthy life. Like most of the time we have 
all this fat mass. And because we're only focusing on losing fat and we're not really trying to build muscle, it's going to be a lot harder for us to keep that fat off. So think about it like this. If you try to build more muscle, that means your metabolism is also going to be higher. That means you're going to be burning more calories and it's going to be much easier for you to upkeep that new body recomposition that you're going to have because having more muscle mass on your frame is going to allow you to burn more calories without even doing anything. So when you're sleeping, your body's burning more calories because you have more muscle mass, right? So that's why it's so important to build muscle. And if you don't know where to start and you're like, okay, well, I'm a, I'm a complete good beginner. I don't know where to start. You can honestly just check out my previous podcast. I break out, I break down the top five or six exercise routines or that you can follow based on your time constraint. So if you only start off with two days up to six days, then whatever uh, your schedule allows you to um, commit to, you can honestly just follow those workout splits and stay consistent with that. You can invest in like dumbbells, you can invest in resistance bands if you don't want, want to go to the gym and start off with that. Like you can type in Google and Google is an amazing resource for like bunch of workouts, ideas, tips, routines. All you can do is just type in Google beginner three day workouts, full body, boom, you're going to get a solid workout routine at the palm of your hands. So it's really that simple. Like something is always going to be better than nothing. And here's the last most important tip for all of you. Okay. And this is something I haven't really spoken about on my podcast ever, but this is something that all of you need to come to a realization. You might have to accept that achieving your ideal weight might not be realistic. Okay. Might not be realistic. And I know this is going to be a hard pill to swallow. Okay. Because oftentimes when you see that, you know, maybe you see like that perfect bikini body or like seeing someone that has like six pack abs and like super shredded. And you're like, wow, I want to be like that. You have to understand that our genetics can sometimes uh, like we might be really blessed with great genetics, but other times we are not. And that's completely okay. But what I'm trying to get at is that some people can stay lean all year round without much effort and they can eat whatever they want and stay lean all year round. That's great. Maybe they won like the genetics lottery and that's great for them. But other people, if they want to stay lean all year round, they're going to have to make excruciating sacrifices and that means like staying no to your friends. Maybe you have to follow a strict diet. Like, let's be honest, you have to follow a strict training program. And if you're someone who kind of like needs that balance in your life, if you're someone who wants to have fun on the weekend, but you still want to get in shape, but maybe not as like shredded, then you have to be okay with not getting to like that super lean, super shredded physique that you're always going for. Like sometimes let's say you right now are 180 pounds and you feel like, oh yeah, your ideal weight. Yeah. I want to get down to 125. Maybe getting down to 125 is super unrealistic for you. And it's like giving your whole like social life and you don't want to sacrifice family time and you don't have like hours to spend in the gym, then maybe getting down to 125 isn't as realistic. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't change. What I am saying is maybe you have to find a healthy medium. So maybe getting down to 140 is something that's more realistic and more sustainable for you. So that's what I preach. I want all of you to not set all the, these unrealistic standards and thinking that you could just maintain it all year round. Maybe you have to find a healthy body 
fat percentage and like a body, a healthy body that you can look great and feel your best and function optimally. That that's going to look different for everyone. So whatever you think that your goal weight is, maybe getting halfway there is probably something that you can realistically sustain for the rest of your life. And you have to be okay with that. Like not everyone's going to walk around like shredded, like out under 10% body fat all year round. It's super unrealistic because most people won't be able to do that. Most people's lifestyles don't revolve around just spending hours in the gym and don't re- revolve around eating only chicken, broccoli, and rice all the time. So that's a hard pill that all of you need to swallow is like, sometimes you have to accept that achieving your quote unquote goal weight or goal physique, whatever may not always be realistic. And you have to work towards becoming a better version of yourself, even if that means not becoming like absolutely shredded. That's my whole uh, point that I'm trying to get across. All right. So with that being said, hopefully all of you get a better understanding and like a better perspective on like what it means to lose that weight, keep it off for the rest of your life. And it comes down to creating those habits, creating those rituals, creating sustainable habits in your every single day life that you can upkeep for the long term. And the reason why most lottery winners go broke is because they have no knowledge. They have no great habits, no great spending habits. They don't have a coach. They don't have a mentor, a financial advisor. And same thing applies to your fitness journey. If you need someone who's going to hold you accountable and teach you the ways without rebounding your weight and without spinning your wheels, then you can honestly send me a message at uh, on Instagram at Vision Fitness, and I'll be more likely to reach out to you and see if I can help. So if you got value from today's episode, again, I would love for you to screenshot this episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness. Until next time, I'm signing off. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of A Vision Includes You. If you got value from today's episode, I would love for you to screenshot any episode, post it to your story, and tag me at Vision Fitness so that I know you're tuning in. I truly appreciate the support, and as always, I hope you have the best day ever, and I'll catch you on the next episode.